Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I'm the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. Okay, buckle up, because this is going to be an epic, epic training. I'm going to be answering the how, which I know so many of you need, want and deserve, around how can you actually sell and sell out without doing stereotypical launches in your business. So get ready, get yourself a notepad. This is going to be juicy. I have got for you 19 strategies that I implement and put in place to ensure, hello Hazel, to ensure that I am able to consistently sell and sell out without doing launches in inverted commas. So this is for any service-based business. So you don't have to be a coach. You don't have to be in the coaching or the business space. This is for any service-based business. And like I said, I've got 19 strategies that you can be thinking about to really understand how you can leverage your business and maximize your results. So if you want to be able to sell consistently, sell out consistently, but you don't want to have to do launches in a stereotypical form every time you want to sell something on a bigger scale. So you don't want to necessarily have to do a free challenge or a masterclass or a webinar or whatever that might be for no other reason that maybe it's just not for you, you know, for that period of time or your energy or where you're at. Okay. So this is going to be really useful for you. Any service-based business, if you are looking to want to attract more clients, without doing that stereotypical launch. Okay, so the first thing that we're going to look at is, and like I said, there's 19, and there's no real order because there's just so, so many. So it's not like number one is more important than number 19. It was just me trying to make sure that I cover as much as possible with you because there is just so much. And if you're watching this on the replay, then let me know. But if you are watching this with me live and you have questions, then, you know, just put your questions into um, the chat box. And also this is being recorded to go onto the podcast. So if you want to listen to this on the move um, and you want to have the audio version, this will be available as well. So really want to make sure that you have access to the how as often as possible. OK, so let's look at this then. So 
The number one thing that we need to really think about when you want to be selling and consistently selling out your offers, but you don't want to necessarily do uh, you know, big or stereotypical launches is the first thing. And I mean, we could do a whole training on, on this alone, but is building your community. You know, we have to understand that your audience, especially as a service-based business is based around people. So if we aren't committing to connecting to our audience, building a community and understanding who our ideal clients are, that is going to be very, very hard for you to then serve, serve them, make an impact and allow them and invite them to want to work with you in your service. So I'm not going to go into that one in too much detail because we could do a whole strategy session and a whole free training on just that. But it is really important that this is a real priority for you at all stages of your business. So for example, even right now <clears throat> at the stage of business that I am at, making sales consistently, selling out programs, not doing launches. I'm still doing ad hoc free live trainings. I should definitely promote these more, but I don't because <laughs> they're just when I fancy doing them um, for all of you to be able to have information and solutions that I know you, you will benefit from. So it's still important for me to connect with my audience, show up, be consistent, add value, be of service to you, be able to help you, allow you to move forward, get visible, show up, build credibility. You know, there is never going to be a point that that doesn't matter for your business. There's never going to be a point that that isn't important. So that's number one. Number two, and here's where we start to get juicy. So if you haven't and you want to get a notepad, definitely do. But you can, like I said, listen to this on replay. But number two, you really want to be thinking about the consistent value ladder that you're creating and getting really clear on your client customer journey. And what I mean by that is you will hear these buzzwords all the time. But if we just strip this back to very, very basic formats of how you can make this as effective as possible, the most important thing when you think about your consistent value ladder is understanding and identifying what does your audience want and need from you and how can you give it to them? It's as simple as that. So what are you doing for your audience to make sure that you are always able to be front of mind and serve what they need? And it's so important that you are specific. So there is so much and you will see this in every single industry, whatever. In fact, what businesses do you run? Let me know. What is your business? Put it in the chat box for me and I can give you some examples, some specific examples that will work for you. But let me know what your business is. Because you will see so many buzzwords, so many of the same phrases, so many of the same alliterations. And ultimately, if that doesn't make sense to your audience, it doesn't really matter how fancy and exciting you make it sound. If it doesn't have an impact for your audience and it doesn't make sense, they are not going to come and work with you and enjoy your service. OK, so it is really important that we actually identify and make sure that you're creating opportunities that don't just sound good. And, you know, and work from a, you know, a wording perspective. So if you let me know what you do in the comments, I'll be able to give you some more, you know, examples, specific examples. But that's number two. We want to be creating content and value that allows your audience to go on a journey with you consistently, that allows you to be able to serve your audience and actually put them, <laughs> excuse me, put them at the priority of what you do. Now, ultimately, you are all online. You are all online because you want to move your business forward. You want to work with clients. You want to be able to increase your impact and income. And you want to be able to actually serve your clients. You don't want to just be posting and hoping and seeing what works and just spending all your time on social media. That's not running a business. You want to be able to actually serve and sell. 
And that's every business wants that, every single business, whether it's product or service. But what's really important is to identify then for you, what are you doing to build your value ladder? And what's really important with this is this doesn't have to be complicated. You don't need to have opt-ins, lead magnets, funnels, all of these email systems, automation. You can simply use your platform to get visible and serve and show up. So it doesn't have to be complicated, but what it does have to be is intentional. So even if you think about this now, I have literally just got my phone out and gone live and written down my, my 19 points and I'm sharing them with you. I'm also recording this on Zoom so I can put this on the podcast as a replay. That's it. There's no sign up. There's been no promotion. I haven't promoted it. Hence why there's not that many of you live. But that's what happens. You know, this is me being able to add value. You can watch it on the replay. It will go on the podcast. So therefore, it'll be good for SEO. It'll be good for the website. It'll be good for mini blogs. I'll be able to repurpose it. You can then watch it on the go. It drives traffic to the business. Amazing. Okay, so it doesn't have to be complicated, but you do need to think about your visibility strategy and your content and value ladder strategy. You know, these things are really, really important for your business. And also, when we think about being able to sell and sell out without using launches, these are the reasons that you will be able to do that because you do become front of mind. You do actually become the solution. You become someone that people want to come back and find out more from. They want to learn from. They want to connect with you. They understand and appreciate the value that you bring. So this this strategy is about longevity. Nothing I do to support my own business or to support any of my clients is about quick wins or quick cash, okay? It's about longevity, right? And that is really important. We're looking for longevity in your business, consistency, month, 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 quarter, quarter, quarter of your results. Okay, so one example, I coach teachers and middle leaders. I love that. I come from that background. I was a middle leader for 10 years to develop a clear vision while establishing sustainable wellbeing practices so they can thrive and be impactful leaders. Those are my people. I love that, Hazel. I love that for you. Yes. So what you want to be thinking about when you're looking at this type of person is where do they spend their time and what do they really need? Because this is important. We have to have an element of intuitive response to our ideal clients. We need to really think about their psychology. We need to think about their lifestyle. We need to think about what they're doing. So for example, for your ideal clients, Hazel, a 45 minute video training is probably not going to be working for them because they need things to be quick, simple, efficient. Their time is already precious. They're already overworked. They're probably, you know, really, really um, put a lot of demand on themselves very, very results orientated, and they just want to be able to make things easier for themselves. So we need to also make sure that the way we're serving them, and this is still number two, consistent value and your client journey, you understand and you can identify how to serve your audience best. So for me, if you were to find any of my trainings, any of my video trainings, any of my masterclasses, they're all video. Why? It's quicker for you to consume the content. It's more direct. I can make sure that you're getting it in exactly the right way. You don't have to go and read anything. You can just get it and then you're out. All of them are less than 20 minutes. That's really, really important for me. We don't need to waste time just for wasting time's sake. So understanding how you deliver your value and understanding your customer and your clients is key. So for example, if you are spending all of your time on Instagram, but your ideal clients are on YouTube or your ideal clients are on Facebook, your ideal clients are on LinkedIn, that's something we need to look at. We need to make sure that you're able to identify where your customers are and how you are speaking to them and serving them so that you can then sell them what they need. That's really important. If you want to build a business that creates 
a consistent and organic, sustainable way of selling and selling out without needing big launches, energy expenditure, cost expenditure. These things are really fundamental for you to be able to build those solid foundations into your business. Okay, number three, and I know I'm rattling through this, but there is just so many. We've got 19. And if you have questions, then please, please just ask me whether it's now uh, in my DMs or the replay, wherever. Okay, so number three is you want to create a culture of experience. And this isn't spoken about enough, really. But what's really important is that you are thinking about how you are creating a culture within your community. So what I mean by that is, because I show up so much on video, because I show up visibly myself so much, I'm creating a culture of conversation, approachability, and value, because there's always some trainings on here, there's always value, there's always things that you can do. So the culture of my community is very much that approachable conversation, value base. If you are struggling to get visible, be consistent, show up, you've got to think about what type of culture that's going to create for your community. And if you are thinking about wanting to sell and wanting to sell out, we need to make sure that we're creating and cultivating a culture that will actually allow people to see and want to work with you. So that's a really good question to ask yourself, a really good reflective question to ask yourself. How can you create and what type of culture do you want to build? Yes, thank you. Just made a 15 minute on managing our workload. I'm figuring out how to get it out there. One of your previous trainings prompt, prompted me to do this. I love that, Hazel. I love that. If you ever needed support, let me know. I absolutely love that. I love that. I love that. Ah, the teaching background. <laughs> um, so that is so important. Think about what type of culture you want to actually create for yourself and your community. Do you want it to be a culture of Q&A? Do you want it to be a culture where people share with you? Do you want it to be a culture where you do weekly live trainings? Do you want it to be a culture where people are open enough to share their um, problems and challenges with you? Do you want to have your own safe private community? You know, what is it that you want your community to be doing? If you're focusing and you want to start increasing your sales and you want to start moving your business forward strategically from a financial, but also an impact perspective, knowing the culture you want to create and the experience you want to give your clients and your community is key. You know, and I use this as an example, this training, spending this time creating this, I want to create a culture where you know that I'm here to serve you. I also want to create a culture where I'm able to demonstrate how I can serve you. I'm able to just show up on the fly and create value for you. I want that to be a culture where you can come in, you can find something that you value, you can consume, you can learn, you can take action and you can make an impact. Hazel's a perfect example. I watched a training, a previous training, and this has prompted me to do this. I want that to be a culture of taking action, of finding things useful, of moving yourselves forward in your business. So think about that for your own business. Now that's number three. Number four, so important. Number four and five are so important. So number four is all about harnessing your credibility. You want to think about how, how you're positioning yourself to your community. Now, remember, this is a service-based business. You could be a professional photographer, a branding specialist, a website designer, a dog trainer, um, a, a counselor, a therapist, an EFT tapping practitioner, a spiritual leader, a coach, you know, you anything in that service-based industry, I could list so many, but we really want to start harnessing your credibility. So what can you do to increase your credibility to your audience? Now, this could be sharing conversations that you've had with other people, screenshots, 
keeping people anonymous and sharing the impact you have had. So a perfect example could be for me, I could screenshot Hazel's comment about the fact that she has watched a previous training and it prompted her to do this. I could then share that on my stories. I could share it as an email, as a post. I could put it on the podcast and I could say, look, this training is so helpful. Why don't you watch it and see if it prompts action for you? Is creating credibility because you're showing your audience how other people in your audience are benefiting. Does that make sense? So you're actually modeling the behaviors that you want more of your clients to benefit from. That's always, always going to be a powerful way to demonstrate the impact that you can have easily and simply. Okay. So that's a, a, I've given you an example from Hazel's comment. So thank you, Hazel. And that can be really, really useful for you to start doing that yourself. Never underestimate the the power of conversation and what you are doing with your community and with your clients. Never underestimate that. So that's your credibility. And again, I know I'm rattling through these, but I've just got so many to tell you. And this is just a starting point. If you want to know more on any of these and just reach out. Number five, think about context. I cannot stress that enough. We need to make sure that there is always context in your content and in the way that you're showing up if we don't provide context it's very hard for people to find it relatable so when you do share before and afters when you share testimonials when you're sharing feedback comments all of these things you also need to make sure that you are giving context you're creating a journey and this is exactly the same when it comes to selling knowing how to sell how to market how to promote how to connect with your audience is powerful got hair in my mouth But what's important from that is making sure that you give context. And I always talk about this with any of my clients. Why do they need this now? How is this going to help them? What journey are you taking them on? Why is this relatable for them? How is this making an impact? So, you know, it's really important. And, you know, if I give you some examples then, um, because I always think it's great for you to have case studies and for you to see it in action. Um, And I talk about this all the time, but If I was to think about at the moment, for example, you might have seen this on my stories. This is really relevant. I have been opening up the doors for my shift closed membership 2023 cohort and my expansion mastermind for 2023. My job is to provide context so that people that want to find out more about it understand more than it's this many calls. It's on this day. You get this. There's this guest expert. No, we need to provide context. So I would share, for example, context wise, if I'm thinking about the shift. So the shift closed membership. Are you in a situation where you struggle to stay consistent? You procrastinate, you self-sabotage, you don't actually know what to do next. You lack clarity and direction about how to make a strategy that works for you. Your results are inconsistent. You find it difficult to build momentum. You feel like you're starting again every month. You want to have someone that can help you and support you, but you also don't want something as intense as one-to-one coaching or a mastermind or that much of a financial commitment. You want to be able to budget, but you want to have high-level support. That's giving context to why I have created the shift as a closed membership. So when I say closed, it's only open once a year and then you're in it for the year and no one else joins you. So that's giving context. If anyone listens to that and think that's me, I struggle with all of those things. I need all of those things. And this sounds perfect. I want to reach out and find out more. That's context. If I was to talk about the expansion mastermind, are you in a situation now where you want to start increasing your profit and your sales? You want to increase your business identity and you want to increase your own success, embodiment, mindset and energy so that you can build a bulletproof business that is making more profit, more sustainable 
sustainable results and in a way that actually works for you and you're ready to take that deeper you want more support more mentorship and you want to be in that high level space with other women doing the same that's context at no point have I explained to you how many calls you're getting um or any of those things I can give you all of that information I can give you all of that information but what I want to do is make sure you have context as to why I believe these two programs would be perfect for you based on those two things I've explained okay so that's a really good example and a case study of how you can add context you can then go on which I would do and say by November the 14th, there are some early commitment bonuses on the expansion, like a £1,000 discount, an extended payment plan, and one-to-one -one calls with me. And for the shift, there are only two spaces left available. So reach out, otherwise you won't be able to join the shift. And this is the lowest budgetable monthly investment you can work with me until 2024. So if you want to be in that space, in that community, that, that they're the other two things. So you can mention that, right? So that gives you number five, which is all about context, who it's for, why they need it now, and why you, why can you help them? How do you understand them? Okay. And like I said, all of this is about long-term strategy. None of this is about quick wins. The way I've built my business, I have been doing this for five years, okay, in this space, in this way. So it has allowed me to create this ease. It's allowed me to create this organic attraction to the dreamiest people that are ready, that are ready to commit, ready to take action, and they do the freaking work. Therefore, they get the results. And if you follow me, you can see the results. You can see all of that. So it's really important that we think about this for the long term. This is a long game, right? When I first started my business for the first six months, I didn't sell anything. I just focused on building a community. So that's four and five, credibility and context, right? Number six, you do want to start understanding your audience and get to know their behaviors and habits. What makes people vote on your content? What makes them don't? What makes them not vote? When do you get crickets and tumbleweed? And when do you get lots of engagement? When do people reach out and want to find out more? Start auditing and understanding your audience better, understanding what they want from you. And if you don't know that yet, you need to continue to trial and test. You need to continue to find out and do the research for your audience, you know? So, you know, I could put out, do you want this training and no one votes for it? Well, then I won't do the training. Do you want a training on this and everyone votes for it? Well, then I'll do the training. So give yourself an opportunity to actually find out trends and behaviors from your audience, what they want from you, what they respond to, what gets them moving. And the other thing that's really important with that is you can also then start to learn buying behaviors of your audience. You can understand if your audience takes a bit longer, the mindset and mentality behind your audience, what they'll need to see in order to convert. Are they visual? Do they want to see visual proof if you're in photography, branding, design? Do they want to see before and afters? Do they want to read testimonials, watch videos? Do they want to just consume from you? You know, you need to start thinking about having a pulse on your audience trends and how you can then start utilizing and optimizing them in your business. Right. Number seven. <coughs> I think we're going to do this in two parts. So there's no way I'm going to get through all 19. Okay. Number seven, you need to make sure you have a clear, explicit and simple message that you can continually execute. Now, this is important. When you look at your marketing, there needs to be a level of consistency. There needs to be a level of being able to show up and serve this message in a range of ways, in a range of modalities, clearly, explicitly and simply. So this comes down to you understanding your language, understanding who this is for, making sure you can give that context, answering these three questions and then I'll move on. Why now? 
So why do they need it now? Why them? So why do they need it? And why you? Why are you the person to give it to them? So why now? Why them? Why you? That will be for number seven. Right. Number eight, plan accordingly. I can do a whole a whole session on that, but I had to put that in there. You need to make sure you have a plan and a strategy in place that actually allows you to execute this and implement this, you know, year on year. Okay, number nine, troubleshoot before you need to. Oh, this is so important. And I do this all the time for my own business. And I do this with my clients. Make sure you troubleshoot before you need to. What could potentially come up as a challenge? What are the potential objections? Why might people say not right now? What comes up for them? Troubleshoot so you can proactively preempt and prepare for those challenges before they arise so that you your strategy isn't impacted by them. You can use them to your advantage. You can actually use it to create a positive message for your audience based on the fact that you've done your research. Based on the fact that you've done your research, you've done your troubleshooting, for example, you could say, right, I really want to do this, but one of the main reasons and blocks for my audience is time. How can I create content around the value of this for their time? Why they should do this? Why should they should invest their time? You're, you're already confidently going into your promotional period, marketing period, whatever that is, whether it's free or paid, addressing the potential issues. So therefore, someone's not going to come to you individually and say, this is my issue because you've already covered it. So I can't, I cannot stress that one enough, but that is really, really important to troubleshoot before you need to and execute from a place of proactivity. Number 10, build your business and your brand. So as well as thinking about selling, you do need to be thinking about building your business and your brand. And this is another perfect example. So even though right now I'm selling the final spots, like I've said to you, I've got two spaces left in the membership and I'm selling the expansion mastermind and we're on our final spaces for both of those. Even though I'm in that selling space, I'm still building my brand and my business by creating live content like this that I know you can benefit from for free, adding and creating things for the podcast so that you can listen to them and take them away with you, looking at how I can create new trainings, making content for you, showing up. All of that still allows me to build my business and my brand. So at no point do you want to stop thinking about the fact that you will have more plates to spin. And as your business expands, you will have more plates because you will be creating more success, momentum and movement in your business. And that's a positive. So number 10, remember to build your business and your brand, you know, in all ways, in all areas. OK, number 11, avoid the shiny object. I'm not even going to go into that. That's a very simple one. If you want to create this level of consistent selling in your business, if you want to create a business that allows you to sell out without having to do big launches as a service provider, we need to avoid the shiny object to make sure that you're very, very clear on your intentions and your strategy. Number 12, we might do this, people. Number 12, make it relevant and relatable. So all of your content, everything you're doing, we don't want it to just be a broadcast. This is what I'm doing. We want it to be a conversation and a dialogue. Do you need this? Do you need that? Are you struggling with this? Do you want that? We don't want to just create like a dear diary situation and a, and, a, and a broadcast. I'm doing this. Let me just tell you all about it. We want to bring people into a conversation. We want to create dialogue. We want to make sure we're able to understand and identify what our clients need from us. So you need to make sure we're making it relevant and that we're making it relatable. So your content, your value, how you're serving your community, your programs and your services Definitely, definitely, Jenny, because we have absolutely hammered through this. Um, hello. So that's really important. Number 12, 
Um, and there are so many ways. Like I said, each of these could have their very own training. But I just want to give you as many little strategies that you can go away with and think, which can I actually implement now? You know, from from the 12 I've shared, there'll be at least one you can start doing. Number 13. Okay. <coughs> right. You can only be the solution when you truly know the problem. So you need to make sure that you are able to get to the root cause, the root cause of what your audience need and where they're struggling. The root cause. When you get to the root cause, so it's never what you think. Money is never the root cause. Time is never the root cause. They're the two, the two main ones. When you can get to the root cause of understanding what holds your clients back from saying yes and investing, that's when you can become the true solution. So again, we could do a whole training on that. Let me know if you want that. Number 13, that is. Okay, number 14. You need to make sure that you are learning, investing and getting support. If you don't have all the answers, which you never will, no one does. Like, for example, if your boiler breaks, you're not fixing your boiler in your house. If a car breaks down, you're not fixing it unless you know how to do that. So why in our business do we try and fix everything and think we know everything? That isn't going to happen. That's not how life works. It's all about sharing knowledge with one another. It's about co-creating in a space of experience. It's about utilizing the people around you. So make sure that you are continually learning. This allows your business to stay original. It allows you to innovate and it allows you to make sure that you are fresh with your own creativity and ideologies. Okay. Number 15, get focused. I'm leaving that one there. Number 16, remember your long-term strategy is the most magical. And I've referred to this before uh, earlier on in this training, but remember your long-term strategy is the most important. Your long-term strategy is what's going to allow you to continually focus on creating consistent results. So if you do want to get away from a launch model style business for your service-based business, it is really important that you're thinking about the longevity of this. Like, for example, this live right now, which I did no promotion for, people aren't necessarily here in floodgates live, but this content will be able to serve me for the future. I can make mini blogs from it, mini clips, reels, podcasts. I could turn it into a YouTube video. I could send it out to my email list. I can create a freebie from it. I can download it. I can pull this from here and I can make an opt-in. I can grow my email list. There you go. I've just given you so many ideas. So think about your long-term strategy. That's always going to be the most magical, right? Number 17. I think we can try and do this. Three minutes to go. 17, build on momentum and follow the momentum. And this is down to you. This is your intuitive pull as an entrepreneur. You need to build momentum and then follow it. Find how you can make momentum for others and follow that momentum. So pardon me, I see this a lot. People succeed and then they draw back or they self-sabotage or they become inconsistent or they try something, then they don't do something. And it's all very kind of like, oh, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? We really want to make sure that you are following the momentum and you have a pulse. You're the one that runs your business. You understand where the momentum is. Number 18, do it when it's boring. Simple as that. We need to make sure we're doing things when they're boring for you, not only when they're exciting, because remember, we're thinking about the long term strategy. Right. Number 19, invest when you're not struggling. Investing and getting support is not just there for when things are going wrong. They're to help you build and maximize on what you've already created to create solid layering foundations to continually challenge and stretch you. So 19 ways of the how you can start selling and selling out without using launch strategies. I do all of these myself. 
I always do these and I can go into each of these in a lot more detail and create specific trainings on each one, trust me. So if you have questions on this, let me know. If you want to find out more about any of the strategies, let me know. If you're struggling with how to actually implement this, let me know and I can give you some more examples. I can direct you some tra- to some trainings, to some content, to some videos here on Instagram, to some podcast episodes, to some freebies, all of the juicy stuff. And if you do want to find out about the final two places in the shift membership so that you can have consistent accountability, community and high level strategy for a low level budgetable monthly investment, please let me know. We've got two spaces left. And if you want to find out about the expansion mastermind to spend 12 months in a high level mastermind experience like no other with hybrid support from group one to one and in person to really move your business forward from a profit perspective, a business identity perspective and your own success embodiment. Let me know, because until the 14th, there is a thousand pounds discount available, as well as some other amazing early bird commitment bonuses. So I'm sure I will see you very soon. We've done it. I'll take a breath now and I will see you on the other side. Well done for taking action, Hazel. I love that. Share the video in your community. Yes, 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 yes. Let's keep up all of that momentum. See you very soon, everyone.